this time are we fucking are we live now oh i think we're live there we are we are live so all right everybody welcome to episode one i don't know it's a working title we're just gonna call it for my nerds right now because it's gonna be under that rss feed in spotify it's under nice for, for my friends so um it's uh it's kareem it's our first episode of the for my nerds and i'm here with my 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 co-host, Mr. Ben Lewis, that you will remember from episode 20. So, um, yeah, say hi, Mr. Ben. Hey, ya! I don't know. I just had it funny at the time. <laughs> that, yeah, that's all right. I liked it. So, um, yeah, it's just a nerd podcast. Two nerds just fucking nerding it up. That's pretty That's pretty much the premise. And um, so, yeah, so I would want, why don't you go ahead and start just, you know, if, if in case they didn't know nobody listened to episode 20 just go ahead and just yeah, introduce yourself and fucking plug whatever you want to plug and do do that thing all right so again my name is ben lewis a uh, huge nerd huge nerd uh i'm on all social media stuff ben lewis comedy i also do stand up on the side uh fun times uh that's pretty much it you'll learn more about me when i talk about this nerd shit that's good man that's good and and uh yeah i'm kareem kareem kabasi and um got the for my friends podcast and i'm trying to be a comedian i just did uh i would call it my first my first little stand-up set and uh it, it was better than the first one which i don't count which was uh which was a whole scary thing but um so yeah man just uh we we kind of were talking actually after we did the podcast the first time and then we just had a nice really geeked out conversation afterwards after we were done recording and then kind of gave gave the idea to go ahead and do this so i think a good place to start with it is how how we became nerds so so ben how did you become a nerd what are your fucking nerd qualifications all right okay so i've i think i've always been a nerd i just didn't realize it um i played video games all my life i've owned a nintendo super nintendo sega genesis uh, everything up to PlayStation 4, pretty much. Uh, yep. I used to read comic books and draw comic book characters when I was younger. Loved awesome. cartoons. And I remember making a promise to myself that I would love cartoons no matter how old I got. And I didn't realize that I was a nerd because I played sports too. So like, I didn't yep, realize yep. that I was nerdy until in high school, on my right-hand side was a conversation about what happened on SportsCenter the day before. And on my left-hand side was a conversation about the new video games coming out in Dragon Ball Z. And I jumped back and forth into each conversation <laughs> easily. No questions asked. Was able to pick back up. I was like, oh, yeah, Vince Carter just did that dunk. Oh, man, but what Goku did with that spirit bomb, what? Oh, don't get me started on that. And so, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, man, that's that's great. That's I, I would say uh, very, very similar to that, man. I... I um, as you, you know, my brother, that's actually how we know each other is, is uh -huh. you, know, you know, you know, Cam and, and Cam is definitely uh, an awesome nerd. Like he, the comic books, you know, read a lot, a ton of comic books growing up as my older brother. So I always kind of looked up to what he did and, uh, you know, uh, really get a good artist too. um, awesome drawings you know he did graphic design he did he, but he also you know just drew whatever growing up he would draw mm -hmm. you know cartoons and things like that and i kind of just always watched that and you know just admired it and but like you said you know same thing sports shit like that um my best friend across the street that i pretty much did everything with he was a he's a huge huge jock and everything like that but you know i think i realized i was a nerd 
and probably him too it, it, when we were like in ninth grade playing with like star wars action figures mm-hmm. and like and like keeping it secret from everybody like, like no <laughs> like nobody could know that we were like doing this meanwhile like also like you said you're drawing comics i was draw i would draw like make up a star wars guy and like make up his like backstory and kind of like draw him out i draw i make like ewoks and like make up weird ewok names and shit and and uh like their attributes like you know how you turn over the back of like an action figure like a yeah. Ninja turtle or something and it would be like you know this is their favorite music this is their favorite food like this is what they do and i would kind of just create backstories for these guys i would draw in like the <laughs> that's back awesome of Kind of, it reminded me, you, you see the movie Superbad, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it was, it's on Netflix right now. And like when uh, Seth, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the chubby kid. Jonah uh, Hill. Jonah Hill is, is drawing the dicks. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and he has like that little like lunchbox that he puts all his dick drawings in <laughs> and shit. Like that's kind of how I felt. I would be like in study hall, like drawing these characters out, hiding them when everybody else is out trying to get hand jobs. Yeah, like, what's really crazy is, like, there was a spurt in time where, you know, young young man, like, 18 to, like, 25, where I was, like, trying to get girls. So, like, I would pretend like I was cool, but then, like, when I'd meet a girl, like, we would start, things start to get serious. I'm like, okay, just so you know, like, I'm a huge nerd. And they'd be like, yes. ha, 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 no, no. I was like, no, no, no. Like, seriously, I'm a huge nerd. And, like, I remember I was dating a girl, and at the time, I loved uh, World of Warcraft. Yep. And I didn't realize how much of a nerd I was till she was like, are you coming to see me? It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'm about to leave in like 15 minutes. An hour and a half later, she calls me. She's like, where are you? And I was like, I am still trying to get this raid done. I didn't realize it was going to be this long. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I may have a problem. I'll, I, I'm, I'm getting off right now. I'm just going to sign off right now. <laughs> yep. Screw this raid. Let me go ahead and get going. How, and, and how did that end up? Uh, well, we did not work out together, but okay, my wife, right. my, my wife currently though, I told her I was a nerd and she's like, okay. I was like, no, 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 seriously. Like I'm telling you now, like I am a huge nerd and she just kind of accepts it. So that's awesome. That's the best. Yeah. You can, that's like the best you can hope for is just, she's, they're accepting of, of the nerdiness. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, she's just like, you're so nerdy. I'm like, I, to- I told you this, like I told you this, but hats off to my one stepson. He's 14. Uh, yep. he's got my wife watching some anime now. And I curse him sometimes because, like, bro, I tried to get her to watch anime. And she was like, no, no, I don't want to. It's like, leave it up to wanting to spend time with your child to get you to finally watch some good anime. By however it works. Yeah. Like, how, however it works. I, I got made fun of by uh, pretty much every single girl I ever dated up until my, my current wife um, about, about just, you know, being a fucking nerd. Like, I, mm-hmm. I remember in college um i had one of my brother's old pillowcases which was like a vintage just star wars pillowcase um i actually i think there was two one was kind of like the original like a new hope kind of leia luke um and han and chewy and then the other one was the return of the jedi um and or ewok one okay and I had those on my bed in college and, um, yeah, got made, got obviously got made fun of for that, um, for having those pillowcases. But, but I can remember the, my, um, my wife now Brit, when I would went to her apartment for the first time and I saw her D de- this is, oh, this is old school shit because I saw her DVD rack. 
Uh-huh. And I don't I don't know if everybody, you know, out there listening knows what a DVD rack is, but it was like your computers weren't in your phone or your T or your uh, laptop. They were actual like cd do they even know what cds are anymore they probably don't there was a time children back in the day when (laughs) we had to actually use a device and an actual piece of equipment to view our movies yes it was it was a process it was a pro it was fun it was tangible i miss that i sound so fucking old right now but i kind of do i miss you know it's like all right do you want to watch you go over and you're like looking through it i miss blockbuster oh oh i know I used to spend hours in Blockbuster just waiting, hoping that somebody would return the movie that I want. My grandmother, rest her soul, she would wait outside. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, sometimes she'd fall asleep, and then finally she'd be like, come on, man. I'm like, all right, okay, I'll go. She's be in the car like, mm, this fucking kid's a nerd. Mm, yep. Just, fucking <laughs> just waiting for it. The- waiting for a video game. Come on, yep. boy. I know. I miss I miss going there and like looking through, picking out something. It was like a whole ritual kind of leading up to it. It was it was something to do. It was a thing to do. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I saw I saw my wife's uh DVD rack and it was fucking oh um like family guy. I was like, nice. Adam Sandler movies, awesome. Okay. Then the one thing that I was like I, I should have known right then was a series of Rob Schneider movies, hmm. which I may be the only person in the world to that point that I thought loved Rob Schneider. Like, The Animal. Like, did you ever see The Animal? I've seen Rob Schneider movies. I like The Animal. Yes, I fucking love I don't know what it is about Rob Schneider, but I fucking love it. Deuce Bigelow, uh, Europe, the, re- the first one, and European Gigolo. Fantastic films. I love Deuce and, Bigelow. And then I was looking through, and along the lines of, like, as long as they accept it, whatever it takes... She had the fucking um, the prequels. She had Star Wars prequels in her DVD rack, like Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, Sith. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, was it because she had a huge crush on Hayden Christensen? Yeah, that was that was absolutely why. But good enough for me, you know, good enough (laughs) for me. Um, she had the fucking Lord of the Rings. Was it because she liked Orlando Bloom? Absolutely. But again, good enough for me. You know, she accepted my my nerdiness. And um, so, yeah, just to go along the lines of um, how, how it can be tough to date while you're a nerd. But I'm hoping that change. I mean, what do you think? It's more it's more mainstream um, kind of nerdiness now. And at really when did you notice? Because you got a couple years on me. When did you notice that turn from like hiding like a closet nerdiness to just it being now kind of cool almost when the marvel movies came out because until that point being a nerd was still like a scary thing you you know you'd be like oh look at that geek look at that nerd and then all of a sudden these marvel movies come out and you have like all the chris's hemsworth pratt and um and the other and evans looking hot and they're super and they're captain america and thor and star lord and all of a sudden, people are like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a nerd. And you're like, you can't even name me another character besides the ones in the movies about yeah. from Marvel. So don't, don't you start talking to me about being nerds. Yeah, no, I that that's a great point. I, I was kind of thinking that because I can even remember. So I'm not um, not a huge, you know, Marvel Marvel nerd, but um, definitely learning more about Marvel. And I knew I know a lot about Punisher again, because my brother 
huge Punisher fan. He had every single Punisher comic from one up until whatever. Oh, wow. Um, so, so, you know, I knew, you know, new Punisher. I, I liked, um, I like Spider-Man. I remember I, even myself, I had a couple like, um, ones with carnage and I liked carnage and, um, but you yeah, know, Marvel again, not deep, deep into Marvel, but yes, I, that is absolutely when I started to be like, Oh shit. Like when that Iron Man first Iron Man came out. Mm hmm. And and started to kind of notice how that like caught fire. And then kids that I, you know, was friends with that would never have um, been into shit like that. were like, oh, fuck, you see that Iron Man? That shit was hot. And I'm like, yeah, damn, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Do, do kids, kids, kids can't get picked on anymore if they're like, oh, Star Wars is awesome because it's like how how pop hugely popular it is. It's almost to the point where you get picked on for not knowing Star Wars. Now it's like, oh, man, I love Star Wars. What's Star Wars? You don't know what Star Wars is? Yes. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. yeah, my my uh my wife's uh cousin is uh he's he goes to uh a big high school in the area. It's like one of the high school, it's like a private high school and they fucking just dominated every single sport, um, uh-huh. you know, football, baseball, whatever. And um he's he's a baseball player and he's like a fucking stud like he's I don't know. He's like fucking 15 and he's like six foot two or six foot three, whatever he is. And he's awesome at baseball. Total, total like Star Wars geek and like everything like that. And I'm like, it, it doesn't it's awesome, but it doesn't compute. I feel like, yeah, definitely, uh-huh. you know, not something because uh, my like I said, my friend who I grew up across the street did all the nerdiest shit in the world with all the way through through high school and everything like that. Like, um you know, tattoos from his neck to his wrists, you know, pretty much even in high school, you know, and he was the captain of the football team. We were in a band together and everything like that, but also like this gigantic civil war buff, total nerd about it. You would never talk about this. He would never admit this to anybody, but he was a Star Wars fan. Like he fucking read all the, he knew more about Star Wars. I had all the books and all that kind of shit. And we would, Oh, wow. I said we played with that shit up until like ninth grade and everything and then we start playing with guitars and stuff but total nerd and stuff like that but yeah he's just very open now it's like open you can be like i'm a baseball stud but also i like fucking star wars exactly yep so yeah it's pretty cool so i guess i mean that's that qualifies i think that qualifies us enough anyway definitely you and enough for, for me to kind of to host it and push it along um so so I guess my my other my other thing I want to start with was let's start where it all begins. Okay. Okay. Phantom Phantom Menace. All right. Uh, and I, I guess we can get into the background of Phantom Menace. Often would you call it the worst Star Wars movie ever made? What is your true opinion ooh. of the Phantom Menace? Okay, so the Phantom Menace is terrible, but I can also say that number eight was equally as terrible. Oh, as the Phantom shit. Menace. Shit. Number eight? Yeah, number eight. The one that was made uh, by Ryan Johnson. And the only reason why last... I know his name. Yeah. Is it The Last Jedi? Yep. Yeah. That one was absolutely terrible. And yep. the only reason why I know his name is because there's a guy at my job who loves Star Wars. He reads the books as well. And yep. like he just basically shat on him every day after that movie came out because uh number seven was good. Number seven yeah. was like, okay. This is a good starting point, and there's nowhere from here but up. And then number eight, they're like, never mind. No, no. <laughs> Let yeah. me show you that we can go below what we just saw here. Like, they didn't answer no questions for number seven. 
Nope. Uh, it was just terrible. And then the follow-up was just trying to make right what happened in number eight. So it wasn't as good as it could have been if they had just followed the storyline from seven to eight to nine. It had been fine. A hundred a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. But number one is just as terrible. But it's more so because I, I just there's so many things they could have done better. And I think it all starts with Jar Jar Binks. Y- yes. <laughs> I think it does start with Jar Jar Binks. Like, I always watch movies and I always try to see where the token black character is. And people yep. are like, it was Samuel L. Jackson. Like, no, no, it was Jar Jar Binks. And it really frustrates <laughs> me <laughs> because he had like this weird, like, Elmo slash Jamaican accent. He's like, it's a Jar Jar Binks, Mr. Dog. And you're like, no, no, no. Yep. Don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think a Jar Jar Binks is, is, okay, so maybe I think you could make an argument. Um, you could definitely make an argument that, uh, yeah, Last Jedi was the worst Star Wars movie. I definitely think you could make that argument, but I don't think you can make any other argument other than Jar Jar Binks is the worst Star Wars character yeah. ever, ever made. Ever. Ever, ever. And so bad, in fact, that they actually had to recognize it and drastically decrease his role in the movie his which totally should have happened his screen yeah. time mm-hmm. and almost i mean by revenge of the sith i mean i think he had what like a line in it or something because they, no one needed that and i feel bad for the actor who had to play him because yes. it's like man like he's like yeah man I'm, I'm i'm making money now and it's like hey about your character um we fucked yeah. up we, we we fucked up and you have to pay for it because <laughs> nobody likes your character uh, yeah and and for people that might not know um could you describe what that character what if that poor son of a bitch uh, what his nationality was oh what is his nationality i forget he's some sort of like water like he's almost like a merman oh. Oh no no not Jar Jar Binks. Oh he's, oh the actor Gungan, Af- the actor yeah, yeah for African American. Yes yes and fucking like to the point where the dude was suicidal because yeah. of that because of that role because of what it how it destroyed his career. Like if you think the kid that played Anakin in that movie has just a terrible life, this guy that played Jar Jar Binks, his <laughs> life was even worse. Yeah, yeah, it it was it was a really sad story when that I don't know where it popped up online somewhere and I started reading it and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> this fucking poor son of a bitch, yeah, and 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 like even he probably was like, oh, this is kind of racist, but it's Star Wars, like this is going to do wonders for my career. Which if that was his kind of reasoning, I mean, you can argue that out of the original trilogy, like it was kind of you, you, nobody really got launched from that besides maybe. Uh, besides, obviously, Harrison Ford. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, kind of, it kind of fucked everybody else pretty bad. Well, Mark Hamill did a whole bunch of uh, voice acting, which I didn't realize right. until yeah. after uh, Jay and Silent Bob. And I was like, is that Mark Hamill? What's he been doing? And I go back yep. and it's like, oh, he's just been the voice of the most amazing Joker in Batman the Animated Series forever yeah yes yeah actually my yeah my buddy uh buddy pablo he was he was telling me about that i was like no fucking way then you look it up and like he, he won like awards and shit for doing it like he's yeah like a decorated voiceover guy yeah and i was like get the heck out of here and i listened to like damn it i love this joker voice he does so well with it and he does it for a lot of the games too 
Yeah, one of the, one of those like low key guys that you think um maybe like disappeared, but they were actually kind of doing behind the scenes type shit. Like uh, uh what's his name there from uh, a Christmas story, Ralphie? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's his last name? I know. Uh, crap. I know you're talking about. I can't remember his name now. I'm so bad with like remembering actors' names and shit, but yeah, he like directed a bunch of shit and is super successful and in, in his own, you know, in his own way or whatever. Yeah, uh huh. Um, and Fred Savage. Oh, I love Fred and Savage. Always, always sunny. He's the fucking uh, director or whatever behind all. It's all. That's sunny right. He is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, I I grew up with Fred. The Wonder Years. Loved that show. Such a good show. I mean, I can't. I, I uh, that show, as the kids would say, slapped with me when I was a kid. Like I could relate to that show so so much. Like the fucking just like sensitive kid that just like fell in love with the girl and was the nerd. And I never had a Winnie. You know, I just I oh I know. In the My thing was more like just the TV show made it seem like man, I was raised in the wrong era. Like the seventies just seemed like. Because it was like the late sixties, early seventies. It seemed like the time to be alive when you yeah. watch that show. And I was like, man, I, I, I wish I was grown in that era. But now, like seeing my kids, like I wish my kids lived in the eighties. Like I tell my daughter sometimes, they're like, man, I wish you could just go ride your bike all day long and like you know ride around, find a dead body, like and stand by me. You know, like <laughs> I just wish, <laughs> I wish you had that freedom that I had Hell when yeah. I was a kid. Hey, you guys want to go see a dead body? Yeah. You know what? Yes. Yeah, yes, let's I do, do this. want to see a dead body. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's I go. I had no plans today, so no. let's do this. Yeah, man. I, I I agree. I don't remember a ton of the 80s. I remember a little bit because I was born in 85, so I do remember kind of the tail end of it. But, I mean, I really – I mean, fucking early 90s, 90s. That was a great – that was a great time. I think the 90s could be considered the last, like, great – decade in america even though it was i agree more under underneath it everything was kind of rotting but on the surface it was yeah. pretty fucking dope great, nope, great i agree time. yeah yeah great time to fucking be alive but i mean all right so let's let's flip the script all right Flipping you the- you are you're working for you know uh, george lucas at the time okay and and you fucking you have to pitch you have to pitch Phantom Menace. Okay. How all right, how are you pitching this? How are you gonna sell this? All right, like Georgie baby, Georgie, listen to me. So we gotta have some stories to lead up to the stories for Luke, right? So how about we talk about his dad, Anakin, right? And so we'll start with him being younger, right? And what's gonna happen is he's gonna meet the love of his life, who turns out to be almost ten years older than him. I don't understand how that works, but we're gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. now he's going to see at an early age that he has the force, but we're going to say that these people who have the force, the Metachlorians. Oh, okay. So, so Obi Wan Kenobi, when he said it binds us, it penetrates us, it's just more this intangible thing that connects us. We're we're, we're fucking throwing that in the trash. Is that was correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're going to be yeah. aliens. They're going to be like an alien race, yep. but they're going to be called Okay. Okay. So, so we got that going for them. Is okay. it like a diabetes test? Like you, like how do how do they know? Is it like they prick the finger and and you know? No, no. See what they're going to do is they're going to put him in some super dangerous races that could yeah. possibly kill this child, okay. and see if the force swells up inside of him to allow him to survive this race that normal humans, I guess they're humans, 
shouldn't be able to survive. Okay, and that's so how we'll know he's a metachlorian. Okay, okay, all right, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm on board. Now, while we've got this going, we've got this going here. We've got the main character, this mm-hmm. guy who is a mixture of a kangaroo and a yep. ductile platypus, right? Okay, okay, I like okay. this. And we're going to call him Jar Jar. Why? Because when I was thinking of the character, I just saw two jars in a row and my daughter blinked. So, like, Jar Jar blink. They, no, Binks. Jar Jar Binks. That sounds great. Okay. Yeah, easy to remember and it's fun. It's whimsical. Yeah. And now he's going to be the main character, but also the comedic relief. Okay. So mm-hmm. I know what you're wondering. What does this Jar Jar sound like? And you're like, please don't be racist. Please don't be racist. And I'm not going to be. He's going to be Jamaican. Okay. And also sound like Elmo because Elmo is the big thing right now. So what if we have him like an Elmo Jamaican type feel? Like, you know, don't you know? But okay. also an Elmo feel. So more like a don't you know? Oh, right? oh yes, yeah, right. I, I do like that. Kids are gonna love it. Kids love Muppets. Yeah, and it's going to show also about how we have Obi Wan Kenobi's his actual teacher, right? Yeah, and his teacher Qui John Jin. I think that's what his name is. I think I said that right. Yeah, it's close enough. Why and why? Know. Why does he sound Asian when he's a white guy? That's you know, that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Qui Gon okay. Jin. Okay. You, look, it worked in the first Mortal Kombat. Raiden that's, was just some white dude. That's very nobody, true. Nobody questioned it, so they're not going to question this. Right? So he's going to be training Obi-Wan so that Obi-Wan can be trained in Anakin. Okay? okay. That, that's how yep. it's going to go. And then we're going to introduce the most badass of Sith characters in the entire Star Wars universe. So he is going to be, I mean, you're telling me right now we're talking a badass Sith Lord. I love it. Darth Vader was one. So we are carrying this character through this new reboot, this new trilogy. He is just going to kick ass for the next three films. Am I right? Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's going to die. But he's going to have oh. the coolest weapon that you're going to see throughout the entire rest of their Star Wars series. Oh, and it's, okay. going to be, it's going to be a lightsaber that comes out on both ends, almost like a staff like Donatello. Holy shit. A Donatello lightsaber? I yeah. Guess. Yes. Keep, yes. Yeah, okay. All right. That's all. And he's going to be serving it up to these two Jedi, right? Yup. Yup. Even though he's way more badass than they are, they're still going to beat him. Why? Okay, because. So, so when they beat him, okay, there's two Jedi's, right? Yeah. And this mm-hmm. guy, he's a. I know he has to die. If that's the, the creative direction we're going, we're going to go with it. I trust yeah. you. But, but it's just, he just can't. He just he can't take on two Jedis. He eventually becomes overpowered by the two Jedis and just the sheer, just being outnumbered, the two on one, that's what kills him, right? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. So, so what, what, how, how does he die? I forgot. How does he, does he fall? Um, (laughs) yeah. So, so the, (laughs) so the way he goes into a hole. Yeah. And and then decide and and by the way, it's only one now at this point because it's just Obi Wan. Oh, that's right. And then he goes, he puts on this amazing. Okay, this is what always fucking bothers me. We're breaking character for a second. He this is what always bothers me is that he's fucking up two Jedi's, right? Yeah, fucking no problems. Fuck, just fucking handling them. Yeah, and he's and he's doing like a balancing act through the whole thing while just just beating ass. And then he like kind of falls and he's hanging in this hole, and then like. No, wait a minute. Who's in the hole? Was it him or was it fucking Obi Wan? What? Yeah, because he tried to flip out and then he got cut in half, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and and that was it. 
Because like he didn't, he he's we literally can see two Jedi's at once or feel them or whatever, know exactly where their lightsabers are, yeah, and and deflect it and block it. But he flips out of a hole and just can't see being sliced in in half. I I know I. It's kind of like still breaking character. The second Ninja Turtle movie, you have Super Shredder, yes. and he ends up killing himself because he knocks down yeah. the dock on yes. top of him, and the turtles just dive into the water. Like, yeah, yep. <laughs> we couldn't, we couldn't get no fight. Like, we just, I'm Super Shredder. I want to knock everything down, and I realize I'm causing my own demise. Oh no! Oh, oh no! This is heavy. Yeah, ah. and. So what? Now there was there was a it was like one of those bait uh, clickbait articles, and I wish I would have clicked on it because I'm sure it explained what I'm about to ask. But uh-huh. I loved Bebop and Rocksteady. I loved I loved that Rocksteady was my favorite action figure for such a long time. I remember the oh, day yeah. I dropped it and both of his arms snapped off, and I cried. Oh, no. Like Rocksteady was just so awesome. Bebop was awesome too, but um. Why, why, why Toka and Razor? Not that they were horrible, but why them over Bebop and Rocksteady? Like that, they, like they're hand in hand. Ninja Turtles, Bebop, that's the nemesis yeah. besides Krang and Shredder. Um, it, it's, it boggles my mind why they decided, like, all right, it's like a dog and a snapping turtle. I don't know. I always imagined that just trying to have that type of um, prosthetic at the time was just yeah. too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I mean, the wolf and the turtle was easy. But I think, I think just having that like rhinoceros prosthetic just was too hard. I guess I don't know. I always wondered the same thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Toka and Razor, but it's yeah. like we have a second movie. We're introducing. We have the ooze, and we're going yep. to get Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what is this wolf and this turtle? What the hell are these things? This is not what I signed up for. Yeah, I think they're just lazy. They're kind of like they got what like one of the reject Ninja Turtle costumes and put like a beak on the end of it and like it's a snapping turtle. And yes. then they had like an old fucking like they're going through some of like the rejected maybe stuff from Star Wars and they're like, all right, here's like a Chewbacca suit and then we'll just put like this Wolfman mask on from whatever eighties B horror film and then they're just like there, that's that. Like I've had kind of more or less what happened. Which interestingly enough, um I think Bosk the one of the um, uh, bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back, I want to say he was a costume from an old like uh, William Shatner Star Trek. Episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think like some of those uh, maybe some of the guys in like the cantina and shit like that were just kind of old Star Trek um, outfits and shit like that. That's cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah Phantom Menace really sucked. I think that's yeah. kind of the main point. It was really it was, bad. It was really bad. And they almost redeemed it with that bite scene with Darth Maul just being literally still to this day, the fucking coolest villain uh, Sith, you know, in the Star Wars universe. I don't I don't think anyone really comes close um, besides Darth Vader in the last two minutes of Rogue One, which. Oh, my gosh, dude. Rogue One was a slow movie for me. I'm not going to lie. I've fallen asleep both times. I tried to watch it. But (laughs) I always wake up at that last two minutes and was like, okay, thank someone. Thank God. Someone finally showed how badass Vader was because for the longest time, you're like, why is everybody afraid of him? Why is everybody afraid of Darth Vader? Like he's cool. He's got the little choke hold. He can shoot some electricity out, but why is he afraid? Yep. And then rogue one was like, this is why 
this motherfucker's bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's like just taking everybody out. Like it's nothing. Yeah. I, so good. I, I like just that the tension when yeah. everything get, gets fucking dark and all those um, rebel troopers are just kind of like stuck in that little corridor. Mm-hmm. And it's just like fucking silent, dark, dark. You hear like some whatever explosions and things. And then all of a sudden it's just. And then that fucking red lightsaber just lights up the room. And then the look on all the rebels, people's face like, oh, shit. Yeah, like this, this is this is how it ends for us. Mm-hmm. And he just starts laying motherfuckers to waste. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. So good. And yeah. so here's here's probably maybe one of my only critiques right now with the Mandalorian. Um, and, and it's a really small one. And overall, I mean, that's a fucking 10 out of 10. In my opinion, it is saving the Star Wars franchise for Disney, even though monetarily fucking super successful. Obviously, you know, I, I they already made they probably made the investment that they bought it from Lucas for for like four point six or whatever billion dollars. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Sure, they made that back after the first movie, after the Force Awakens. Oh yeah, just the movie ticket sales, uh, merchandise, um, all that kind of stuff. But um, just when Luke. Um, so this is a spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched a Mandalorian. So you can turn it off if you haven't finished it at the end when he has to fight those, what are they called? Dark troopers. Um, the, 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 they're like black robot things that are super scary looking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And, um, so Luke kind of comes in, uh, at the end of that episode to, to save everybody, save all the characters that have been in, in and out of the Mandalorian to that point. And also to save little baby Yoda, Grogu. And um, and I was hoping for more of a Darth Vader-like ass whooping in the end of Rogue One. Like, uh, more just, this is Luke Unchained. This is what Luke can fucking do, like, when he is just ready to fuck shit up. But I don't know if that's the Jedi way. So it was more kind of like... Um, I think my brother called it more like push pull, like Tai Chi type of a kind of thing. Oh, where, gotcha. You know, kind of like he crushed one, then he like pulled pulled one, and he was kind of just doing more like a very controlled like lightsaber slicing them in half, as opposed to like where Darth Vader was like, "I'm just gonna throw you on the roof and yeah, hold I'm you amazing. there." I'm, and, and I'm just going to tear all your weapons out of your hands and then make you watch as I like murder these guys. And you're just waiting for your turn to be slaughtered. Like I was hoping for more something like that. So truth be told, I have not watched a single episode of the Mandalorian yet. Oh shit. I am sorry. I no, just, no, you're I, fine. I already, I already knew cause I read, a, uh, I was reading something else and all of a sudden it's like, uh, I was reading something about WandaVision and then someone was like, yeah, it's going to have like a Mandalorian Luke Skywalker kind of return. And I was like, Oh man, I was gonna watch it eventually, but right. by the time I was gonna watch it, I probably would have known that Luke Skywalker was coming back anyway, so it wouldn't have yep. been a big deal. All right, well, fuck. Yeah. Now I feel like it, like an asshole. Oh no, 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 I already, already knew, I already knew. I didn't know what the right, name right. of the uh, the baby was considered, the baby Yoda. Yeah, I knew, yep. I knew he didn't have a name because I remember reading about um, how um, the main director is like, there's no name for it, but everybody just calls it Baby Yoda, so that what they're going with right now but like it's just called the child in the whole the first child. season yeah right and so um what i haven't watched did you ever watch the cgi like clone wars um i've seen like episodes bits and pieces of it 
Yeah, so same yeah. thing. I've I only have seen a couple episodes. Um, but for for those who who kind of follow, which I do kind of want to start watching, like watching that, it's because mm-hmm. they I get they tie that into the Mandalorian. Okay. And and that's kind of where one of those characters from that comes in and she's the one that kind of ends up uh, i guess you know being able to know what grogu's kind of backstory is because oh, okay. really you, you don't really know what what grogu's about yeah and and she kind of comes in and lays like the law down and and um and and also apparently she's like a pretty badass character from the clone wars and i didn't really i, I knew nothing about it i've seen her character but I don't know who she is, you know, like you see, okay. her the, like I have, I think I have a plate downstairs, like a kid's plate and she's on there with a couple of other characters from the Clone Wars. The Twi'lek, right? I don't remember what her name is. Yeah. Like she kind of has like um, those two kind of things on her head that kind of looks look like, like braids. Yeah. Like braids yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like it's crazy. I know she's a Twi'lek. I just don't know what her name is because yeah. I was, like I said, I've seen a couple of episodes of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta watch that. So then maybe that's something that I need to watch and, um, you know, to, to complete all of, to watch everything star Wars. Um, also since I'm not a big, um, not, I don't want to say I'm not a big Marvel cause I'm getting, I'm getting to be more of a Marvel. Cause like I said, I've always had that connection with comic books because, because of my brother. Um, I, I loved like the early even, so I like the early comic book stuff I just right as Iron Man came out, that's that literally is the year that I was like accepted um, into grad school. And then it was just like all books and shit for the next three years and going into the workforce and then having kids. So as Marvel was ramping up and taking off, so was like my life. So before that. You know, I was I like the uh, was it Tobey Maguire, um, uh-huh. Spider Man's love that, um, love the Punisher movie that had come out, not the Warzone one, but the other one where he's just oh, yeah. like fucking drinking like in his like shitty apartment, drinking wild the, turkey. The, the Thomas and, Jane one, yeah, yes, dude, I fuck that was great. I, yeah, it was I, a good I, one. Yeah, I own that one. I, I watched the shit out of that. And then the X-Men, the original like X-Men. I thought X-Men 1, 2, and 3 were, were great. I really thought they were th- uh, that was a good trilogy to me. It was a nice, complete trilogy. 1 um, and 2 were good. The third one, they tried to do too much. Because I'm a comic book fan and know about the dark, the, the whole Phoenix saga, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're, you're, you're trying they're to push too much. Up. Yeah, you're trying to put too much in this movie that okay, shouldn't so- be in this movie. So they were killing a ton of fucking people off in that. There's a lot yeah. of dying, dying in that. And then also you're saying they were forcing the f- what they, I guess, thought was going to be the Phoenix storyline that I guess never happened. Yeah, it was it, it was or it could have been Phoenix. done so much better. Yeah, like it just yeah. was one of the things where like you're excited about the Phoenix force and then you're like, oh, they make it a, a latent ability that she has versus a cosmic energy. That's actually what. Is really what happens, but you know, okay, well, I'm I'm here for the ride, and it's like, ah, oh, all right, this just could I mean, have been so much better, and that's and that's awesome because that's going to be, I'm sure, a theme that I've heard. You know, you obviously just brought up, and I've heard other my friends who are big into comics bring up. It's the balance that filmmakers have to kind of the dance they have to do between staying true to the comics versus making a movie yeah and you know kind of how how they they strike that balance 
So with that being said, I'll have homework. All right. Okay. I saw, I saw the first Iron Man. Okay. Um, that's you know something. Uh, my my son actually he's four, and he's starting to get into into Marvel and uh, like he likes Star Wars. But also, I'm like, I'm not going to push it. He's going to like what he's going to like. So he does like Star Wars. But right now, he's definitely more of a Marvel kid. Okay. And so I'll rewatch. I'll rewatch Iron Man this week. And then next time we get together and do this, we can talk a little bit of Iron Man. All right. Sounds good. But what is fresh in my mind is Captain America, the Uh first Avenger. We watch it together. We, We tried to watch a second one. Big mistake on my part. That one is very violent. I didn't really realize oh, yeah. that watching that with a four-year-old was probably not the best idea because the first one really wasn't that bad. There wasn't a ton of like blood and you know terrible violence in it. Like, you know, some fighting, but you know that's that is whatever. But the second one, holy shit, Nick Fury got fucked up in that one in the beginning. Oh yeah, the first the first fifteen minutes is Nick Fury getting this shit kicked out of him and shot a bunch of times and blown to pieces. And, but it's a good uh, movie. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, so so I will watch that not with him. Yeah. Um but yeah, so so the the first the first Avenger um so I guess my question for you is did uh Chris Evans massive hog leaking on the internet only add to the mystique that is Captain America or did it seem to cheapen it for you? Um, in all honesty, I didn't, I didn't go looking for it because I was like, that's my Captain America. I'm not going to go and look. That's a good call. It's aggressive. It is aggressive. It is. It's not a beginner's wiener. My, my, my thing more is like, how did you let this happen? Like, why would you let this leak? But what I do like about the Chris Evan thing is like, he's such a wholesome person that it just kind of like, just washed away like it was just like a oh his junk is leaked and everybody's like made a big deal about it for like a couple of days and everybody's like but he's captain america so we're just gonna kind of let this slide and <laughs> Dude, not the, say anything else about it yes the way he handled it was absolutely hysterical yeah in in that i think he said something like oh like and now that i have everyone's attention like please vote or yeah so- like it was like right around the election, you know. So he's like, you know, now that everybody's like paying attention to me and looking at my social media, can we all just vote? Like, yeah. And I was like, okay. I mean, if weirder things have happened to get people to vote, but you know, yeah. I mean, I, I I can't say that I went out searching for it, but I also can say that my wife probably um, became a big Captain America fan after that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Good, good for him. Good for yeah. him good for him because if you know how did it get leaked i don't know but you know i feel like if that was me i would probably have found a way to leak that too right (laughs) (laughs) you're like someone's got to see this i I mean (laughs) i did a great shave job and everything i'm gonna leak it to the internet i just feel like i should do that keep that to myself right i would not be doing it'd be disservice to the world to not see what's happening right now like fuck him he's such a nice guy and then he gets the captain america movie and then he's like good looking as a hog and he's and he's jacked and then it's just like man like what what all men created equal like look at tom brady look at what he just did like that shit is just not true certain people they just got it all i believe tom brady sold his soul to the devil a long time ago because there's no way that man is like what is he 43 44 something like that 42 yeah yeah and like he looks he looks younger than when he started yeah. in the NFL, and the only difference is his hair. Yeah, 
Yep, and that's that's true. Is that that is the only thing he, and he's still winning fucking suit. So it's like not only is he old, like okay, like maybe he's like an old son of a bitch, and he's just playing playing football, and like um. Yeah, he's all right. He's a serviceable starter. He was a great quarterback at one point. He's still a server. He's still that upper, you know, tier one of quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he's 43. He can't get it done anymore. His body has literally been beaten for the past 20 years. But that's not the fucking case. No, that's not, at not all. the case. It's absurd. And, I, and you're right. I never thought of it, but he absolutely sold his soul to the devil because that is the only fucking thing that makes sense. Yeah. Like, how does he always have just the greatest lineman to protect him so he can stay inside the pocket the entire time? Like, oh. I think I've seen Tom Brady run maybe three times. Now, granted, I don't watch football like that, but I mean, like, I'm like, can he run? I don't even know. Like, for the most part, his linemen just keep him right in that little pocket and he's able <laughs> to make his passes yeah. and not get tackled. And you know uh, the uh, the Brady honks up here, the ones that love Tom Brady. You know they'll uh-huh. tell you it's it's just he's um, he's next level. The decision making, diagnosing defenses, under having a better understanding of the opposition's defense than the opposition's defense has its understanding of its own defense. Like he's just that good. He's like a he's like an off. He's a coach on the field, basically. You know. Yeah. Um. And but but what's awesome up here as well, I, I live in New England, by the way, is uh, before the Patriots were here, it was the Giants was the closest team uh-huh. Ton of it to, you know, New York, everything, New York, um, a lot of Italians in New York, obviously, and a lot of Italians up in, in um, you know, Rhode Island. So there's just this really strong connection, even with like the Yankees and the Giants with the older generations. Then you have the younger generations, which is like my my wife's brother, who's um, uh, I mean his cousins and stuff. They're all like maybe in their early thirties to late mid twenties, mm-hmm. die die hard Patriots fans. And I have to record the conversations about Tom Brady, like uh, secretly recorded on my phone because I will just like, you know, pop the grenade and just say something when they're all together uh-huh. like like oh yeah tom brady won another super bowl with the bucks i mean he can't still be cheating can he <laughs> and then just like walk away and then they just start going at each other like cats and dogs like he's a fucking cheat he had plastic surgery fuck him and like you know and yeah. they just go at so yeah maybe i'll get that and put it up one day but you know the tom brady debate but i don't even know where we're where we're going with that but that's <laughs> that's, that's the story of tom brady and everything nerdy um, you're welcome yeah man so I, I don't know man did you have uh have anything that you had on the docket anything on the agenda uh, no, I just want to get this first one out of the way, and then we can awesome. chat from there. That sounds that sounds good, man. So I'm I'm gonna watch Iron Man. We'll we'll come. Maybe you you come up with uh, some Iron Man questions. Maybe I can try to pitch Iron Man. You know, we'll see. I, yeah, I'll watch it too. I, I'll watch it again. I love Robert Downey. Just I mean, side note, I just what a great job fucking casting. He's he's incredible. Oh no, and I love the fact that like at the time, like he was just coming back from like having a whole drug issue and whatnot, and. Getting yeah. clean, and I was like, "That's the perfect pick for Tony Stark." Absolutely, but I was, I, I'll save that conversation. Yes, we'll save that. We'll save that for fucking next time. 
So, um, yeah, man, uh, th- thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Ben. This, this has been awesome. And I'm, I'm definitely pumped up for the next one. I'm super excited about it. And I promise you guys, we'll just not talk more about sports stuff the next time around. Yeah, I know. We probably lost, lost a few people at the end. <laughs> You're like, Tom Brady, what is this? He's not a nerd. These just guys, shut up and go to the second one. These guys are frauds. Yeah, they're frauds. They don't know about nerds. We're we're gonna expose them. These jocks <laughs> find find pictures of like our uh, us in like uh, like middle school and shit, like in our like football basketball uniforms. Like, look at these right. guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, everybody, I don't know what. Where do we wrap it up? Like, beat me up, Scotty. Forces with you. Like, I mean, how do we do this? I I don't know. No, that's a good thing. That should be our homework. We figure out a a closing for the second time. Yes. All right. That sounds good. Let's, let's think of that and we'll just leave it at, um, you know, bye. Peace out. Peace out. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening.